0: Quack 12 Podcast, the most official, unofficial Oregon Ducks podcast on the web photosphere. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Quack 12 Podcast, or visit our website quack12podcast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us five stars on your listening device. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit the Quack 12 Patreon page, where for a measly $5 a month, you can become an official Quack 12 and unlock hundreds of hours of Oregon Duck content. On to the show. Quack. 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 Twelve and... Ow! I am your host, Adam
1: Chameo. And I am your co-host with the... Best roast of chicken potluck pie in the southwest hemisphere of New York City. Aaron Schroeder, and this is
0: the 12 Podcast. I'm sh- I don't think you can live up to that title. I'm just going to say that right
1: now. I, I can't.
0: Are you kidding me? At all. Are you kidding me? I feel like you're overpromising. Whoops. First of all, you don't even live in New York. Uh, This is the Quattro Podcast, the most official, unofficial Oregon Ducks sporting podcast on the web, Footosphere, and listeners, I watched the NIT and the WNIT, so you don't have
1: to. First off, I hate this. (laughs) The WNIT? Can it just be the NITs?
0: You would kind of think so, but it also has been kind of nice, though. It's one of those things. It's like that classic thing where you're not sure really where to stand. Like, let's say, like, let's look at Tennessee, right? Tennessee basketball programs. There's the Volunteers, which is like, oh, yes, that's a men's team. And then there's the Lady Vols, you know, the Lady Volunteers. That is their official name. And you're like, eh, it's kind of weird that, you know, like the women's team has their own specific name as if they're not volunteers. At the same time. It's pretty, you know, it's, it's kind of convenient to be like, oh, I'm talking about the lady volunteers, or I'm talking about the volunteers. I'm talking about, you know, it's like there's no confusion there. Like when I'm talking about the Ducks sometimes, I'll be like, Duck basketball playing today at 7 well, p.m. And it's like, wait, are you talking about the then, men or the women?
1: Well, then it should be the WNIT. And the and M-N-I-T. MNIT.
0: The mutant. If you're going to yeah. have
1: to add a new letter for D, Differential, then add it to both, so it's ev- Like so, it's weighted. Correctly. Fair enough.
0: I mean, like, because in the tournament, it's just the NCAA tournament, men's and women's, and people are just going to assume he- you're talking about the men's. Unfortunately, even though the women's has also been pretty thrilling, I gotta say, uh mm. I, I've been watching a, just so much damn basketball. I've I've watched like fifty freaking basketball games. Uh, I've Mother. said this before. This is my absolute. I think this is the best sporting event in the world, in my opinion. March Madness is where it is all about. I've heard you say that. It's so fun.
1: So, does that mean we should just get right into it?
0: Well, let's talk. I want to talk about March Madness before I get into the freaking NIT because the NIT and the WNIT or the MNIT and the WNIT. (laughs) There you go. Uh huh. Um, Yeah, well, let's get into it, baby. They're not super exciting. Quack-s-a-ball. Quack-s-a-ball. That is right. It is Uh Let's, yeah, like I was saying, let's get into March Madness. Looking at the official Quack 12 bracket. Uh, I got the men's right now. Right now we got Crangus mm-hmm. McBasketball. He or they, they, who knows who this is? I, I gotta be... Non-partial. I don't know any of these people. Um, they are in top, top, the very tippy top of our bracket, doing very well. They got Tennessee winning it all. And then right behind them is Fan one who has been a winner oh. in the past, as well as Seaberg, who is third and has also won in the past. So very competitive. Meanwhile, Quack12, I'll have to scroll all the way down to see where we're at. There we are. We are uh, number 27 out of 32 <laughs> entries, so uh, wow. we're not doing well.
1: Well, I didn't get the memo to make these. Um,
0: I can absolutely pull up my phone and see the text right there where I said, Hey, Aaron, last chance to make brackets. <laughs> So I just. I don't have my I phone went with on our me, so so I official. I can't battle you. with no input from you, but that's probably why we're doing so bad. I don't know. That's probably why. I mean, we didn't have an official. Usually we have an official episode where we make the brackets, too, is the other thing. Right. This year, since neither of our teams made it, I feel like we didn't deserve it,
1: you know? Sure. But yeah, it would feel weird. It would feel weird. I mean, I guess we could open up the scope because we are in the Pac-12, but we're not really s- eccentric about the Pac-12, I guess. Yeah, so it's I not
0: know. like we're a Quack 12 podcast or anything like that. Um, so I'll tell you, there's been some some fun games. I'll just give you the highlights of some of the more fun NCAA men's games I saw. Uh, okay, the M-N-C-A. Men- the, the M-N-C-A-A, there you go. Uh, yeah. So many one seeds Min-say-a. are still kicking. The most exciting game by far was number one, Purdue versus, f- I believe it's Fairleigh Dickinson University, FDU. This is a one seed versus a 16 seed. Only once in the history of the entire tournament has a 16 seed ever upset a one seed. Uh, Purdue especially was looking good because they had this this big guy named Edie. I mean, a big guy, like freaking seven four, just a, a huge human being compared to FDU. What was Wait, What's that?
1: Was he was he also like did, was he proportional or was he like tall and? Yeah, no, like
0: he's he's pretty proportional. He's not like a Khalil Ware. Like this dude, um, <laughs> like fills his giant frame. Zach Eady, Shaq. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, not unlike Shaq. He, he almost, I mean, for other reasons, too, but he's almost got, like, more of a Yao Ming vibe. Big dude. Big, big guy.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um,
0: so, it was this guy who's just a giant of, of a human being. And th- they did really good in the Big Ten, which is arguably the best conference or whatever, uh, in basketball. Versus the actual smallest, like on average, smallest players in apparently not just the tournament, but in NCAA basketball, men's basketball, what they said. So just an actual David versus Goliath situation, and the little guys won it. It was such a competitive game, back and forth, but you could tell the crowd wanted the 16 seed to win. And they did. They got... They just pulled off an amazing upset. It was very fun to watch. Uh, Not so fun, especially for my bracket. Two-seed Arizona, who won the Pac-12 tournament, mind you. Had a really good season. We beat them, so they can't be that good. They lose to 15-seed Princeton. The Princeton Tigers. They lose to an Ivy League school. Bunch of nerds. No one is on scholarship on Princeton. Though they essentially are. It's that thing in, uh, like, you know, in Ivy Leagues, apparently... I, I've heard this is true. I believe this is true. That they don't... heard about this? You heard about this? Have you heard about about this? This? Uh, They don't have scholarships at... Or they don't call them scholarships a lot of times at the Ivy League schools, like at Harvard, Yale, or Princeton. Because they don't really worry about money, per se. You know, like, giving too many of those se. out. So... If you are smart enough to get in one of those schools and they want you and you are poor as hell, they're like, eh, don't worry about the money. Like, literally, you, they, you will not have to pay a single dollar if they actually want you there um, because they'd rather just have a different amazing alumni. You know, if they want you out of, you know, and you're not <laughs> no affiliation, you're not a legacy or something, that means you're probably like a ridiculous student, you know, like. Like, you've had to work so much harder. But, uh, yeah, so no one's on scholarship for the Princeton team. And they beat Arizona. I hated it. Hmm. I absolutely hated it. Uh, But it was kind of funny to see, too.
1: USC. So, wait a second. Mm -hmm. We had a big dive there for their scholarship system. No one on the team has a scholarship. But which means they're all just rich Kit? what <laughs> yeah. was I, Well not
0: necessarily. Some of them could be poor but they had such good grades, were so gifted academically and good at basketball. So they'll be like we'll um they say they it's very it's worded very. It's like we'll oh, give you financial assistance as needed.
1: I get it. Yeah. Princeton is too good mm-hmm. to say that they are allowing people to come for free. Yeah. So they just do not recognize the word scholarship. Basically, Therefore, it is impossible for us to see which players are there because of their talents. Yeah.
0: But (laughs) you can't – it's kind of like Stanford, but, you know, even more so, where it's like they're not taking a big, dumb guy just because he's good at sports. Like, you actually have to be able to get into Princeton, but if you were good at basketball, too, that may, you know, get you –
1: that really helps us out. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um,
0: USC, to Funny. continue the disappointment train of Pac-12 basketball. I mean, they're practically big, big Ten basketball nowadays anyways. They lost to a fellow Big Ten team, Michigan State, 72-62. to That also hurt my bracket, uh, our bracket, I should say. And then, um, I mean, there was a a ton of amazing games. It was really fun to watch. Those were the ones that really stuck out to me. Arizona State also. uh, Arizona State had to play a play-in game, and they dominated there. But then they lost. What's that? It's four teams. Oh, where
1: you play a game to see if you get in. Yeah, to see
0: if you can even get in. It's like you are technically in the tournament, but you're going to have to play an extra
1: game. Yeah, Uh, I made the wise assessment after I realized the name. You're good at this. Play in. Yeah, play in game. Uh, Yeah, Arizona
0: State, though, lost the actual first round against TCU. Boo. Uh Really, um, as far as we're concerned, for Pac-12 teams, there's one in the game for the men's tournament, and that is UCLA. Still kicking butt. Still getting injured. Players are dropping like flies for them. But... They got their main core. I mean, they got the uh, I believe Singleton is still there. No, I, he may have gotten injured last game, actually. And then um, Tiger Campbell. They're looking really good, and I'm really excited for the UCLA-Gonzaga game that's coming up because Drew Timmy is still there somehow. Still there, and I'm amazed by it. Uh, by the way, there's been a slew of, I've heard three different uh, players like right after they win a super intense game, you know, you get interviewed like this, the star player. Three different players have cursed on live television, and it's always funny to me. Uh, one of them was so that in interviews, in interviews, like in the post game interview immediately afterwards. Sweet, there was one where it's like, so the 16 seed FDU who beat P, uh, Purdue. The next round, everyone was rooting for them, obviously. They were going against FAU. FAU beat them, unfortunately. Um, FAU versus FDU. FDU, exactly. And right afterwards, they're interviewing one of the guys, and he's all like, yeah, we've been practicing this shit for a while. Oh, And the lady's like, "Oh no, it's, it's all right. It's true TV. Like, don't worry about it. And then uh, it was Drew Timmy, my man Drew Timmy for Gonzaga, he, he had his arm around the interviewer. He was, like, casual as hell. It's his fifth year of college. Like, he's just uh-huh. he's just having a great time. They just won. And he goes something like, I believe he said, like, the last seven Gonzaga teams have made it to the Sweet 16, so I said, we're not fucking breaking that record or something like that. <laughs> and then um, a wonderful game. It was Miami versus Indiana in Indiana. This is for the women's. Uh, NCAA tournament. And they had this this great player. She, she really fought hard, wins it at the end. And hers was the most interesting because the other two, I feel like it accidentally came out. Both swears, you know? Sure. This one, she was like, my coach told me, and she basically was, she said something on the line of like, pardon my French. Like, so she knew she was going to curse on live television, which I like that move. On ESPN. And she goes like, uh my coach told me to man the fuck up and win the game. <laughs> and she got out there and she won the game and it was very cool. Um so I don't know, those are probably my I
1: think <laughs> highlights. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna make a Nostradamus level prediction. <laughs> Let's hear it. I think before Tipper Gore is dead, hmm. we will be able to say whatever we want on television. <laughs> 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 this is great.
0: I'm gonna write this down so we have it for future references. Tipper Gore, make sure she's still alive. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 she is. She's, she was born in 1948, so she's 74. So who knows how long she'll be kicking? But I okay, we'll keep an eye on that. We'll, yeah, let's keep an eye on that. Let's put a pin. I mean, in
1: honestly, the chances are she will make it into her hundreds. Probably,
0: probably. I mean, she's rich. She may, like, become a cyborg before we know. As far as the women's are Tipper to... Cygore. <laughs> <laughs> you knew we were going to do Tipper Gore references on this episode. Everyone knew it. Uh, women's basketball, all right. we all know, Pac-12 is significantly better uh, at the yeah. women's side of the ball. Now, um, there's not as many. There's no 16 over a one upset. And overall, I found there's less dramatic upsets in women's college basketball than men's. Not 100% sure why. I feel like the top tier teams are stacked even better and deeper. So it's just the advantage is a lot bigger. I'm not, I'm not quite sure why, but uh, it just seems to be that way. Um... So South Carolina would you say mm-hmm. it's
1: because maybe men's play style is a bit more freeform and loose, whereas women's play style is pretty I'm not like sure. it's got a it got you know a, mean, little uh, rigid, a
0: little the, more rigid, a little more. The, yeah, it's a little bit fundamental. more
1: fundamental focused. That could be it or something. It could be. I, 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 I couldn't know.
0: tell you, man. Um, Okay. But overall, the Pac 12 is doing a lot better in this one. UCLA is still in it. They just had a thrilling uh, win over Oklahoma, actually. Um, so that means both Haquez's, oh. Gabriela Haquez and Jame Haquez, both have play- played on the two different UCLA teams, still in the tournament. That's pretty cool. Um, Arizona, the women's team, they lost. So both Arizona's teams are. No, 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 no. I think they won. Am I fucking crazy? Am I crazy? No, they lost. They're losers, just like us. Um, Stanford. Stanford lost to Ole Miss. I was surprised by in that one. In the first round? Yeah. We had them going all the way, so uh, we're screwed, by the way, in this in this group. <laughs> uh, Texas also lost. I know you'd be curious about that. One thing I thought was really fun, and, and you got to give it up to them, Colorado is still kicking it. In the women's tournament. USC lost, so forget about them. But Colorado uh, is doing... It was very nice to see them. They just beat Duke. And so this is their first Sweet 16. And I think they said about 20 years. They're about to play Iowa. So, and I think... Oh, oh, and Utah is still in it. They just beat LSU. Or they're going to take on LSU coming up. Those are the only Pac-12 teams remaining... But um, that's a pretty good shot. Pretty good shot that we're gonna get a uh, one to go all the way. Now our group here. Let me let me shout out the the top here. We got Twitter's P A Print Art is the name. They got South Carolina going all the way. They're number one. Number two, a familiar name, Slothfan One. That is right, Slothfan One again, just killing it in these um and then Ryan Peoples is third. We are actually in 10th place, which is not so bad until you consider the fact that we have Stanford winning it. So, right. So it's just going to get worse for it's us, really. Get worse and worse. So the battle rages on in the actual tournaments. I'll tell you this though, Aaron, the first weekend yeah. is by far the most exciting March Madness weekend cuz you get like you know, it's like freaking 32 games in two days. Mm-hmm. And there, it's multiple television sets. And you can just like, it's really nice because it's like the last, you know, five minutes or so of basketball is the most exciting. And they level, they stack it out. So you can just be like, oh, here's the ending of this game. Okay, that was fun. Okay, let's go to the ending of this game. Oh, that was cool. Let's go to that. It makes it pretty, pretty fun.
1: For this weekend, do you find yourself going to the pub? Ordering a basket of tots and having all the TV screens like behind the bar playing while you no have a sprite.
0: I will usually do. I'll usually double screen it at home, but this year I just single screened it and found the game and really just stuck in with the games I wanted. Especially since there was no duck, no duck to root for. And actually, right. I will say that it was kind of a bummer. We're, we're going to get into the. W N I T
1: and the M N I T here. But, um, did you, um, yeah, did you order any hot wings with blue cheese? No, dude, hot wings. I
0: love the idea of a wing. Yeah. Like, I love the idea of a wing. So often they're so underwhelming if you're ordering them at a place, right? Is it just me?
1: I mean, there, I mean, I feel like Seattle has a lot of great options for hot wings. Mm. To be honest, mm. but also I'm the guy who uh, I will literally just get the Domino's hot wings sometimes. Those, I like them.
0: those got their own like, cause like, they vibe. Yeah, so I, those aren't too bad. Like they're they're low quality, think, but there's like oh each one's hitting. You know what I mean?
1: Here's the thing, though, they're low quality. But they're priced accurately. Yeah. Yes. What is the issue is when you go to a, like, hot wings and whatever place that's like, yo, we have, like, 17 different spices. Yep. And then you're like, oh, my God, it's $14 for six hot wings. Yep. And then you get them, and they're just like Domino's hot wings.
0: (laughs) I totally, I went to, this is a uh, anti-commercial for a wing stop. Because sure. I actually went to a wing stop not that long ago. And not you just this. described exactly. It was like, yeah, 13 different but, flavors. Yeah. And um, ended up being like pretty expensive for like pretty low, low tier. Yeah. It's always the thing where it's like I either want a bunch of lower quality ones and just give me that sauce, and give me that blue cheese uh, for a lower price. Or I yeah. want, mm-hmm. I don't mind when it's like, you get three really good ones, and they're actually, like, really big, and then the bar's, like, charging you way too much or something. Like that. I don't know. It's a tough—and the other thing is just eating a bunch of wings. It's just kind of a hard thing to do without looking like a gross fucking slob. Am I right?
1: But that's the—yeah, that's the joy of eating that is them, the too, is that they're messy. That is joy. I forgot where we got— And there's, like—well— well, that's the fun. I don't know. I feel like I love the engineering side of it too much because I have a very great technique for eating them. Because mm-hmm. I can, with the with the flats, oh, I, I think, can do the...
0: Yeah, I do that. Yeah, that's a good... For the not watchers, for the listeners. Right. We'll put this up purely so people can see this, you know. But, yeah, he's just kind of yeah. like putting the whole thing in his mouth and just like you grab it and just rah,
1: slide it out.
0: Kind of like cartoon yeah. style. I mean, in theory, yeah. I love wings, but you know, I feel like I would love to go to a barbecue, an actual backyard barbecue. Yeah, and some motherfuckers made a hundred wings. That would be fun.
1: Mm. Mm. Oh, shout out to! Are we playing when we play LSU? Are we going to be in New Orleans?
0: Um, we are not playing LSU. Utah is playing LSU. When you oh, said U, did right, you mean VU? BU? But not my yeah. Name. I meant yeah. <laughs>
1: I meant Utes. Utes. The audio. I said it sounded like you, but I said Utes. The Utes. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to the Utes. They should, if they're in New Orleans for that game, mm-hmm. uh, it's crawfish season. Mm. Got to go get some crawfishes. Give me some crawfish. you're so good. Well, I don't know if it's crawfish season, but everybody in New Orleans is having crawfish boils right Every now. Every
0: season is crawfish season. Unless you want good crawfish. You Nowhere know to look. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's the actual tournament, the fun stuff that I just desperately wish the Ducks took part in. But Aaron, I will tell you, like when I'm turning on the NIT, it really has felt like, I don't know, like something like working out or doing homework or something. We're starting it, like starting that game. where You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. There's other games I'd rather be watching that don't have the ducks in it, but have more stakes because it's not in the NIT. But once right. I turned it on, then I'm getting more into it. I'm actually getting a little more excited seeing these teams again, you know, because it's like you lose. That's the end of the season. So those stakes are pretty nice. And Aaron, uh, who do you want to start with? The women's or the men's first? It's completely up to you.
1: Uh, let's go. Let's go. I feel like we'll probably have more players to talk about if we go with the women. So let's go with the women.
0: Um, yeah, so the women's, the only injury apparently that we have is Kennedy Basham is limited. I will say that even, um, Kelly Graves said, like, she's shooting around, you know, she went through concussion protocol, uh, concussions can be weird like that, where it's like, you're not 100% sure where someone's at progressing wise, you know, cause brain magic is pretty complicated, but so it seems like she could be, if we really needed her. However, we haven't quite needed her for a little while. We've played two games now, not against the best competition, <laughs> even in the WNIT. I mean, we're not, we're not playing against, I don't know. But we're playing get The only way that an NIT game for either team is going to be satisfying as a Duck fan is if it's a blowout. And so I will say these two games have been satisfying. We started off against North Dakota State, the Bisons, much more known for men's football than women's basketball. Uh, by the way, these games are all at Matt Knight Arena because we did at least earn home court advantage, which which has helped because there's, uh, uh, you know, crowd's been into it. Not huge attendance, but uh, crowd has been into it. And against North Dakota State, Tahina Pow Pow continues her amazing run. She has just turned it on like she was really struggling for what seems like a month. In the regular season. But entering the Pac-12 tournament and even in the Pac-12 tournament, she's just found her shot, is absolutely killing it. And in this game, it continues because she hit her first six three-pointers. <laughs> she hit her first six That's amazing. Yeah. She, she's she been having a great time. She's really feeling it. Not only that, but that's not even the highlight here because Indy Rogers, the other star of this team that I'm desperately hoping uh, decides to stay, because that'd be very nice. She actually got a triple double, which we have not had a triple double since the triple double queen has been here. Uh, yeah. She, right. Yeah. So, you know, 11 points. No, 11 rebounds, 10 points, um a certain amount of assists. I don't have it on right now. But yeah, so she got a triple double, has absolutely killed it. We shot 50%. From three-point land, which is great for us. Holy cow, that's good. Uh, Holy cow, for real. Because we shot a lot, too. (laughs) 13 of 26. So we hit 13 three-pointers quite a bit. Uh, That's what really allowed. And we were 56% from the floor. So, hell yeah, baby. We absolutely killed it. And we out-rebounded them. Forty-two to twenty-nine, so just it just got worse and worse, and we out and we beat them ninety-six to fifty-seven.
1: Uh, you mean better and better? Oh god,
0: worse and worse for them, better and better for us. Uh, so we yeah. beat them. I mean, we should beat them, quite frankly, but we did in victorious fashion. Then came Rice. About like three days later, um, Rice was a pretty good team in the CUSA. The C-USA, if you will. And this game was much closer in the first half. The Ducks committed way too many turnovers, specifically, again, in those first couple of quarters. And it made it so Rice was really hanging in there. And we only had, I do believe, a three-point lead, if memory serves. Uh, Yeah, a three-point lead at halftime. But then in the second, we pushed the tempo... We, mm. And even our backups were, you know, our bench was coming in there, playing real quick ball. Pow Pow continued shooting pretty well, not quite as well. She did get four three-pointers, though, four of nine. Finished the game with mm. 17 points, as did Van Saluten. India Rodgers got 19 points, which all made it. So we pulled away and won this bad boy by 25 wow. points. Wow. 78 to 53. They, they also just could not deal with the height and the size of Filipina Che. Filipina Che, who was one point away from a double-double because she got nine points, 15 rebounds, and was not even that far off from a triple-double because she got seven blocks. Seven blocks in this game. That's cool. And it was literally like, uh, I felt bad. I forget who it was exactly, But they had their, you know, like their post player, their inside player, who was, you know, has got some size on her, but is not Filipina Che height. And every single time she came to the basket, just boom, like it was, it was as if you were trying to dunk on on Shaq himself. It it was pretty entertaining to watch, and and also she was just getting her own rebounds. Just there was nothing they could do about her. Um, yeah, we was shot 39% from the three, too, so that's what you want to see. So, it all comes down to, up next, uh, I believe they call it the Super 16, because they can't call it the Sweet 16, because that is copyrighted from, Mar- you know, from actual March Madness, from the actual NCAA tournament.
1: Oh, right. This is the sure. WNIT. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: So, it's the Super 16. The f-
1: they should call it the, uh... What's a uh, synonym for fine but starts with an
0: S? Cinnamon. A synonym for fine but starts with an S. I almost want to say like uh, sweet, superb. Uh, that's basically super. I don't know.
1: Fine. No, something. Yeah, I guess you got to say just like the average sixteen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> something like this. <laughs>
0: Hey, podcast listener. Hey, Chevy. Come you. over here. Come yeah. over here. Get over here, yeah. Nice headphones you got in here. Oh,
1: yeah, I like those, Chevy.
0: Be a shame if something were to happen to those headphones, eh? Ooh, it'd be bad. Stomped them on the ground, eh? Be real easy to avoid that smashing if you went over to the Quack12 Twitter account. And gave us a little follow. Just a little follow, that's all we're asking. And hey, look at that. I hear you're listening to your new podcast apps in your car, huh? Driving home, making the long journey feel a little shorter, eh? Is that yeah. what he's doing there, bud? <laughs> yeah, turning your three-hour drive into a nice little vacation, huh? Be a shame if your car ended up on the bottom of a lake.
1: splash.
0: Splash maybe with you in the trunk of it.
1: Glug, glug, guzzle, guzzle.
0: Maybe all that can be avoided with a little trip to the Quack 12 page on Apple Podcasts. All you got to do is go to Apple Podcasts, Quack 12, give us five stars. Yeah, the internet, you got it, bud. Five stars. Leave us a little comment. Help other people find it. Maybe it'll help people find you when they find out that you gone missing, if you catch my drift.
1: You seen the posters on the telephone poles?
0: Yeah, those are, those are people that didn't give us five stars. Some of them did, and we did it anyways. And then, uh, you know, uh, oh, hey, hey, look it, look at this podcast, listener On their long inner, inner uh, continental flight. Making things not so bad. Not wanting to hear that baby
1: whay, by covering whay. it up.
0: Wah, wah, so they say. Putting on them headphones. Trying to get the Sky waitress's attention.
1: To Get over here. Give me more of that Quack 12 podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you... Yeah, you want some more of that Quack 12 podcast, don't you? Yeah. You want to buy some more from us, don't you? Get it. Get Otherwise, you know, because if you don't buy this Quack 12 podcast insurance... You never know when your plane's gonna go straight down into the water, into the old Atlantic, never to be seen again.
1: Glug glug guzzle guzzle. In
0: case you don't want to be part of the rock and roller club of the bottom of the fucking ocean, then I recommend you go to the Quack 12 Patreon. Come on, come on. Why don't you go to the Quack12 Patreon, give us five smackaroos, and for that, we can forget about the whole nasty business, have you on your way. Forget about it. We'll forget about it, alright? Five measly dollars, that's all we got. Now listen up, punk. Because it looks like you're not seeing so good right now.
1: My boss is talking to you, chump.
0: Aren't you, chump? Yeah, Do that's it. what I thought. That's Do what it. I thought. Alright, let him, let him go, Mikey, let him go. In the bottom of the ocean.
1: Ayo, quack, quack.
0: Yeah, so Super 16, and then the next, I believe, is called the Grade 8. You know, that's good. And then uh, I love this one, though. Instead of the final four, the Fab Four. That's good.
1: Yeah, they really are insulting them with that. One.
0: <laughs> they're f- fabulous. They're not good at basketball, but they're fabulous.
1: <laughs> no, right? Uh, We're talking about the
0: people here. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, March twenty third, so we will be play- at six p.m. We will be playing San Diego in the Super Sixteen. There you go. There you have it. I'm proud of this team. Um, it is good. I mean, they should be winning these games. But we've seen them lose games that they should have won. And, hey, I'll tell you this, dude. For some reason, because I've been watching this on the – you have to watch it on the GoDucks live stream, which is a bummer. It's not getting televised, but, okay, you know, make okay. the tournament. And you could hear – Oh, the NIT you have to watch on
1: GoDucks live.
0: Yeah, the well, the WNIT you have to. The NIT is on TV pretty fucked up. Wow. I know, I know. But uh so you could hear every damn word Kelly Graves was saying in this game and he was furious in the game against Rice. He was so animated. But and we won. Pissed. We did win, but he was pissed that we weren't getting the the fouls that he wanted called on him. Um he was just being like, uh, "Call the foul? Are you serious? Are you serious?" call that. You got to
1: it! I don't it. know. Like, so angry. Look, this sounds like this sounds like some Pacific Northwest whining if you ask me because oh, this if, is you're gonna, if you're going if you're going to go against H-Town, you're going to get bows, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's tough in them streets. By the way, I love Houston. For those interested,
0: we have Houston going all the way in the men's tournament and they are still in it. So we'll see what happens. We had this oh, I boy. chose this really influenced me. You you did. I chose Houston. And Baylor, in the championship mm. game, both are still. Uh, I think Baylor's out of it, so maybe fucked there. I forget. Um, yeah, there you go. I forget. No, Baylor maybe still in it. No, I forget.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's not a Pac-12 team. Going with Baylor as well is uh, is great because, or never mind. Okay, continue forward now.
0: Um, now we got the men's team, which of course I just. For some reason, uh, clicked out of all my notes here. But um, here we go. So the men's team, obviously in the NIT, they started off the tournament with some real, real bad familiar news.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I bet.
0: We got injuries just like all damn season with this team. (laughs) Injuries, injuries, injuries. Now, some of these injuries seem like... It's more preventative. Yo. They're like, uh, like Dana Allman came out and said, like a lot of these guys have been already playing with these injuries, and um, it's just they they're like, we're gonna arrest you as opposed to force you into playing in the goddamn nit. You know, they want to play. A couple of them do. I I think all three of them really want to play. It's just like, we also want you to be good for next year, and we don't want you having your injury's more serious, you know? And I, I do respect this, especially because the NIT is a time to see what you got, you know what I mean? Like, in the backups, and the reserves. Um, oh. You know, well, it's not just for that, but, like, you know, it's a good time for well, that. It's a good, ex- good reason to. I mean,
1: I think last week we pretty much solidified where I stand with the whole thing. But I will still just say I feel like Even if I, if my team got into the NIT Mm -hmm. as a coach, I might be like, if, especially if there's like the injury thing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I might just be like, we're good. Thanks though.
0: That's exactly it. I mean, oh, you mean like not enter the, oh,
1: I wouldn't even, I would be like, thanks for letting us in, but we're not going to play. We're actually going to stay back and just rest. These kids need to hit the books (laughs) because they're not going to make it in basketball. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Fair enough. Uh I w well this is why I've really this is why it's actually been watchable. It's been pretty nice. Um so we had Will Richardson. He is out. I mean, he's the only one who's for sure not coming back next season because his right. eligibility is actually out. So he's out. He also had a hip injury, I do believe that he's been oh, playing no. with for like a month. So it's it's not sure. that so yeah, he's he's sitting out which is, you know, a lot of people were, you know, being pretty critical of his play, so it is interesting to see. uh, It's more like Keyshawn Bartholomew take the point, and he's been pretty effective. Then we had Jermaine Kuznard, who already was injured this season when he came in, made a big difference, was supposed to be, you know, like he would be the point guard if Will Richardson wasn't, so he's out too. That's been tough. I do believe for him... They said it was a shoulder injury. I, I could be wrong on that one. And then we had Def- N. Folly Dante, who got injured uh, playing against Washington State, played through that injury against uh, in the losing effort against UCLA, has, been, has decided to sit on the bench for this, but is eager to play. And Dana Allman has said, depending on how far we get into this tournament, it is possible that Kuznard and Infali Dante would be able to come back in. So that would be pretty huge for us, especially, like, we're getting that deep and then we get way deeper on the, you know, bench-wise. Well, it yeah. would be a pretty huge difference. So, Aaron, what it already made these games a little more interesting because it's like, okay, let's see what we have. You know, a lot of these, you know, like, we're not sure if Dante's coming back. We're not... Uh Kuznard, I do believe, said he was coming back, so that's good. But it's good to see us without some of the without our three top scorers see what this team looks like. You know, mix it up a little bit. Not only that, but we got actual walk ons playing time in this game. That's how deep we have to go in our bench. Because Brennan Rigsby, I believe, also was injured for at least the first game. I forget if he was still injured the second game. So we're we have People without scholarships out there playing, and, and there were times where it definitely looked that way. First game, yeah. too. This was intriguing. Our very first game in this tournament is against UC Irvine, the Anteaters, the same right, team that beat us in the second game yeah. of the season. It was a right. pretty big upset, you know, pretty humiliating. Mm hmm. So Ant Eaters. Tell me more. And they beat us at our home court. And so like I said last week, they come back to our home court. It really does feel like if we lose to them again, it's like we've learned nothing. It's like we're just as bad as the beginning. That being said. Right.
1: This is the whole thing we said last week. Like it was an exam, et cetera. And
0: we're like, I would argue more injured now than we were there. So it's like you at least got that, you know, built-in excuse. Aaron against the anteaters. You've got
1: that. You've got that. What we like to call insurance excuse. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> built up. That's just in the bank. Yeah, Aaron. Would you believe we destroyed them? Okay,
1: good. That's the correct. Eighty
0: four to fifty eight. It was tr- truly just a just an awesome performance. Really put on a show for the crowd there. Um. From what I hear, too, fans of UC Irvine, who were looking to make the tournament, like, you know, they had a pretty great season, um, were really disappointed with this effort. And they said, like, this was, like, the worst they've looked all season. Especially, like, from the three-point land. Like, it's like they caught our three-point shooting because they were terrible. They were four of 23 from, from deep. Oh, God. And that's a big part of their game, like defense, three-point shooting. It was not there for okay. them. Partially because we were playing good D. Not only that, they took 80 shots. That is so many. They took 80 shots from the floor. And usually if I'm taking 80 shots, I'm hitting the floor, the bar floor, that is. Anyways, 24.
1: The... Oh, <laughs> Oh man, that took me half. of uh, That took me twice as long as it should have. I feel like <laughs>
0: twenty-four of eighty. They were, they hit twenty-four of their shots. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, us, we took sixty-seven, which is still a lot. Which goes to show you the pace of the game was really moving. We hit twenty-seven of them, a lot better than theirs, that's for sure. Uh, so we were forty percent from the floor. We hit twelve of twenty-eight three-pointers. For us, that's good. Um
1: I about to say 40% seems like it's not great. Where you kind of want your floor to be. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, we made it there. We, we won. got to the floor.
0: I mean, and this is because a lot of it was like we dominated quick and then we had like slow stretches, but they weren't scoring during it, so it didn't really matter. Um Yep. 21 points from source, which is a really good sign because you know, he's had an up and down year, but he is returning. So for him to, I don't know, it's it's pretty important for us next year that he's better. I will say that. Quincy Garrier got seven points. I mean, not a whole lot of people scored a bunch, but it was nice to see Tyrone Williams, a name we haven't heard that much, and it's not just due to injury. It's just because he was buried in the bench, but I think it's because his defensive play is a little lacking because offensively, he's always got that energy. It was honestly exciting to see, refreshing to see. He scored 12 points, and he got 11 rebounds. 11 rebounds from a from a not-giant man. And then Soares got uh, 10 rebounds as well. Nate Biddle is coming alive in this tournament. Oh. Big man, big promise from him. He got 17 points. They had no answer for him. Khalil Ware actually looked pretty good in this game too. Then came the next game against UCF. who who upset one seed Florida. So they were looking pretty good. They had to come down to Matt Knight Arena as well, and we beat them. Even more people in attendance for this game, about 3,000. We beat them, not as handedly, but still by 14 points. We beat them 68-54. to We didn't even need to get to 69 to beat them. And again... Nate Biddle, he actually led the show this time. 21 points, 13 rebounds. Just, they have, especially when you get to the NIT, this is kind of what's yeah. going on with the WNIT with uh, Filipina Che. But in the NIT, we're going against rosters who are like, you know, all these teams are, yeah, they're pretty good. Like all the teams we're playing in this thing are, yeah, they're pretty good. But a lot of them do not have a big man. That is ready to deal with, like... Like, we have big men that are legit ready for any tournament team. Like, any March Madness team. These guys, like, this is what the team is built on. Our problem is the guard play has not been up to par. That's why we are in this freaking tournament. But, so when you're going against teams that aren't ready for one seven-footer, let alone two, plus the threat of if Dante gets back in there... Like, we are pushing pushing him around. Again, 21 points, 13 rebounds from Nate Biddle. Uh, 5 of 19 from the three-point line uh, from deep. Just great. Khalil Ware got 11 points as well. And like, like so many games, just showing flashes of like, oh, he's an NBA talent. Really hope he returns. It would suck if he was a one-and-done, but like a one-and-done where he just barely does anything here. Not even due to injury. It's not a bull bowl situation. It's more of a just like, mm, I wasn't quite good enough for the college level, but for some reason I'm going the NBA. Uh, Quincy Garrier, 16 points, six rebounds. Just just a solid outing. Just a really good performance for these Ducks. And I know, really, it's just like, I don't care unless you win the whole freaking NIT. That's kind of what it feels like. And we're right. we're picking up momentum. If we beat our next team which is against Wisconsin. We've played them three times in our history for basketball. They won the first okay. two, including one of those was when Wisconsin was going to the national championship on that run. Uh, they beat us there. but So we lost those first two. The last time we played them, though, was in 2019. That was our national – well, that was when we got to the final four, barely missed out on the national championship game. We beat them on that run. So we do have a history against them some pretty pretty thrilling stuff um but yeah we're taking on them and we should be favored anyways especially cuz it's at Matt Nine Arena again i believe this will be the last game that takes place there and then if we beat them there then we would go to where else but new orleans we'd go play in new orleans and we would we would take on potentially the team I really want to take on because you're from Texas, because I got another friend from around this area. Actually, we would be taking on the University of North Texas. That is right. That is right. You ever been to? I believe they're Denton, Texas.
1: Yeah, that's just Dallas. Um, yeah, it's a you know, or it's a it's not just Dallas. It has been consumed by the greater DFW. Mm. Uh, no, Denton is great. I mean, UNT is a Stellar Music School, like, I'm pretty sure renowned for its jazz program. There you go. Or, like, whatever its Ba-da-boo. band. Uh, and Denton, there was a point where Denton was, like, a popping off spot for some good indie rock and roll. Mm. There was Rubber Gloves mm. was a place. And there was a, fuck, There's another spot that I loved going to. But, yeah, Denton's great. There you go. Love it. There you go. Who's there? Do you know somebody at UNT? One of
0: my coworkers uh, grew up in the area. He didn't go to the school, but I believe he grew up in Denton. So he knows. Oh, yeah, he knows. He knows what I'm talking about. He says, yeah, and he, this, he's one of the reasons why I think any liberal-leaning hippie person that's also from Texas is the perfect combination of human being. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, he, I believe Roy Orbison is from the area, too. So Our boy mm. Roy.
1: That might be possible. I'm not for sure on that one. A
0: candy-colored clown they Google, call the Sandman.
1: Yeah, if you just Google musicians, famous musicians from Texas, it's the list is insane. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so
0: that's, that's where we're at right now. And by the way, that Wisconsin game is probably happening. The, uh, it it kind of worked out really strangely the way this episode comes out and the games are coming out. Um, It is very possible that this episode comes out like mid-Wisconsin game or after the Wisconsin results even. So right now, uh, uh, I mean, let's just make our predictions because people listening to this probably already know the results. I think we're winning this fucking thing. I think we're going all the way, baby. I'm actually getting hyped as hell.